Because if you weren't thinking about quitting, then you're not pushing hard enough. And the same thing comes with your limiting beliefs and self-doubt. If you don't have self-doubt, then you're not challenging yourself enough. You're not putting yourself in enough uncomfortable Uncomfortable situations. Exactly. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Subconscious Seed Podcast. Our shared vision is to plant the seed to create conscious thoughts for you on the path to finding your true purpose and success. Here we promote what it means to be conscious, to have confidence with your mission and bring back awareness of positive environments to achieve one's full potential and meaningful purpose. The podcast that isn't for everybody, but definitely something for everyone. We welcome you to take part on this growing journey to discovering what lies within the subconscious seed. Oh, bro, this is a great topic. Absolutely. Talking about this topic previously before recording, we already had so many insights and new perspectives on already how we can even one plus one on this and create more impact on our lives as well. So, Oh, man, absolutely. So much to go into it. So I guess the first question is, what is a limiting belief? Yes. So basically limiting beliefs are false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. They hold us back. They're like yep. a blockage in our own uh, life that we hold close to ourselves that no one else can actually see. And they're a very hard thing to map out because we sort of hide them from ourselves, and it's in the background. We don't know that it, it puts a block in our behaviors, Yeah, but it's always there. And it's a story that we have at some point in our life been sold on. Yeah, And we've affirmed that we're sort of like, we've structured ourselves around the story. And it's there in the background. It's part of our behavior. And we're not even aware of it half the time. Absolutely. And I mean, everyone has limiting beliefs. Everyone has these beliefs and they can be negative or positive as well. So it's about turning your negative beliefs and exchanging them for positive ones. Yeah. As you take something out, you need to replace it with something more encouraging that's going to allow you to keep growing and developing as a person. Absolutely. And you definitely don't want to replace one bad behavior with another. (laughs) Very easy to do, unfortunately. But yeah, you definitely don't want to be replacing one negative with another negative. You want to really encourage yourself to find a new positive behavior to take out a limiting belief or a negative behavior pattern and replace it with something that's going to actually encourage you to be your best. Yeah. With limiting beliefs, they all come in three versions. We all have limiting beliefs with one about ourselves. This is a limiting belief which makes us feel like we can't do something physically in how we perceive ourselves. For example, it's thinking that you're not attractive enough or you're not tall enough, you're not strong enough or physically capable of achieving something. Yeah, this is, this is a great one to start talking about. It's definitely a great place to start because there's actions that you can take without diving uh, too deep within yourself that can encourage you to start making changes visually and you'll be able to see it in your behaviors a lot quicker. Say, for yep. example, going to the gym. If you're not strong enough to lift the weight, You can go and practice lifting weights that aren't quite as heavy to build up to that set weight that you never thought you were able to lift before. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great way to get started. And you can do that with numerous different physical activities, like even go for walks in the morning, you know? Well, that's a good way to structure it. And that creates a plan. Essentially, that creates a chain of effect of how you can start doing these little things and start changing your limiting beliefs in, I'll never be able to lift that 20 kilo dumbbell until you start practicing lifting, you know, the... 10 kilo dumbbell, 12 kilo dumbbell. You start somewhere, man. And then over time, that limiting belief then becomes something that you once thought that now you've created a different perspective and mindset that you've been able to reach it and now you practice it and you're able to do it. And you've got the confidence behind it too. Yeah. To step in. And then the ambition sets in and you start going, oh, I'm a little bit more capable than I once thought I was. And you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're picking up them dumbbells. You go, I might pick up the 12s today. 12.5 let's give them a go yeah and you actually find that you do them quite well as well exactly yeah Yeah. you can overcome your limiting beliefs and then you can even compound on that and start creating more from that it becomes a an escalator of effects yeah yeah And, and the belief wasn't even like it's not even a true failure. You haven't even failed yet. It's the idea of failing that has it's, stopped you from even stepping into it into the first place. It's limiting you. It really, <laughs> yeah, it really is, man. It, and it's go. so wild because yeah, now you become the idea of being a failure to now you're becoming a force. Like you're really yeah. stepping into it. You're like, oh, okay, this was something I wasn't quite sure about or I was stopping myself from doing. And now all of a sudden, something you thought was a weakness that no one else even really knows because you hold it private. You don't really tell when was the last time you went to somebody and said, oh, I'm too scared to do this, like off yeah. the bat, you sort of, someone has to provoke it from you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So limiting belief number one is about yourself, something physically. Number two is a limiting belief that you have about life. Something that makes you feel like you can't do something because it's already been done before. So you don't even bother to start. 
Yeah, exactly. The interesting thing about this is that it's evidence. It works and it can be done and it can be done better as well. Instead of having that limiting belief of I can't do this because it's been done before, it's overcoming it by doing it better and knowing that it has been done and that it can be done as well. Right, that's so brilliant, man. So we talk about the evidence behind this concept. Basically what it's representing is it's already been done. That is evidence. So instead of looking at things like, I wish I could do that, but I can't because this, this and this, it's like, oh, wow, this person has done this and yeah. it works. Exactly. Well, it gives you that possibility and it yeah. gives you that chance and that idea to be able to manifest those positive thoughts and habits into fruition and put them into your everyday use and your everyday life. It's seeing it through a new positive lens and a positive perspective that it can be done. You are more than capable of being able to achieve that. The thing with this limiting belief is that a lot of people will see someone that's, for example, a YouTuber and they're like, oh, well, this person's already a YouTuber and is practicing everything that I preach. So why should I jump ahead and do it? But I think what comes first is how can you create an impact on the people in your circle first before looking at it through a wide scale audience? Because if you can help the people in your circle, then there's a high chance that you can help people in wider circles as well. You practice the results. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Get a taste of it. Yeah. The interesting thing about this as well is that sometimes if someone else is doing what you're doing, someone from your circle could watch them and not really take it on board because they haven't learned it from you. You know, everyone has their own special touch and a special take on how they do something, how they action something and how they can make that possible as well as how it can be perceived from somebody else. So there's two books on habits and each person reads both of those books. What they take from one book might not hit home as much as what they take from the other book, the but other they're one, both yeah. on the same subject. If this person went ahead and said, I'm not going to write this book because someone else has already wrote a book on it, They've just stopped that impact that they've created for this person to be able to obtain yeah. from that. However, that might be the perfect book for a special type of person or a unique person exactly. to understand the train yeah. of thought to deliver the message. And that's the one thing as well is that <laughs> with everything that we preach and the positivity is there's not enough positivity in the world. So, oh, there needs to be more. We there need can to, never we need be enough. Flooded. <laughs> we need like positivity overdose over here. Like I want everyone to be seeping positivity like. It works. <laughs> it works, people. Absolutely. The statement here is that someone's already done it, how to overcome it, do it better. Just do it better. But they're basically, they've given you the evidence and whatever they're doing to leave an impact. You can see it. They're showing you that it works. Yeah. And if that's something you aspire to do because you believe in the message or that's your dream, yeah, you 100% should pursue yeah. that. And you know it works because other people are doing it too. The Absolutely. best thing is you get to do it with your flavor and style. You That's get it. to sell it in your way. And you know you can, you know, if you can understand how to do it, which you can usually figure out a way to do most things, by all means go and do it. Don't yeah. don't let somebody else's success pull you back from having a go yourself because yeah. you need to start today. You get one life. You That's it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's do it better or do it better than you thought you could. And even along that journey, you learn and grow so much because even by trying it, even if you fail, you learn so much along the way anyway. Yeah. Interesting point of view too. When you see somebody else that's achieved something or doing something, why do we instantly jump in our mind and go, oh, they've probably had more opportunity. Like yeah. they've, it's probably been handed to them or... Do you know what that is? <laughs> Ego. Ego. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. yeah, it's, in, it it's always the defense. Yeah, it's, it's a defense, defense thing. It stops you from taking moves. But it's, it's, it's cool because once you start becoming aware of that yeah. and becoming aware of those thought processes, the awareness will unlock everything at, at the end of the day. Yeah. We're very quick to jump to, oh, they've probably had really good opportunities or they've probably had an inheritance through the family business or something cool like that. If you get to understand the sort of people that run some of these businesses, a lot of people do come from absolutely nothing. Yeah. And they have put in the work and they have gone through the sleepless nights and the stress of running a business or business startups. It is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. A new mindset towards that might need to be a, a bit of a shift in appreciation. And once you start understanding, it's never too late and you can actually start from nothing. Yeah. Maybe you start making moves and start doing things for yourself too, you know? Have Absolutely. Bro, it's what you say all the time is we're all dealt with the 24 hours mm. each day and it's what we choose to do with that time. So when someone says they don't have the time, the problem really is, is that they don't prioritize it enough. And what's the solution? Prioritize it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very simple answer, isn't it? If you're not prioritizing Amen. something that's important to you, the answer is just prioritize it. Yeah. Start filling up some of your time with working towards this thing that you want to achieve. Absolutely. It's never I'm too busy. It's I'm not prioritizing this enough. You know, when you say when people ask, oh, what have you been up to? You know, a lot of the time people say, oh, I've just been like super busy. You haven't been busy. You've been prioritizing the important things in your life or you've been productive. So it's like instead of saying I've been too busy, change your perspective into saying 
I've been so productive lately. Like this is what I've been working on. And that's a better way to hold a conversation. That's a better way to have better intentions with that conversation and create better structure and value as well. Mm. Yeah. There's another little alert is if somebody invites you out on a Friday night just to fill in a bit of time, but you don't really want to go and you've got other things you want to be doing and working on yourself. Maybe drop this one on them. Sorry, I'm busy being productive. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, they might get a little bit triggered. It might yeah. be a bit confronting. But. Hey, but that's a good insight. Instead of saying I'm busy, it's like, oh, this person's always too busy for me. Like they never make time for me. But it's important to know that sometimes the people in your friendship circle are doing things that are productive and you should be doing things that are productive too. It kind of plants a seed for the person asking that question to be like, damn, like this person is leveling up and is doing things in personal growth and working on himself. When he says that he's being productive, it's like a reflection that you can instantly have on your life and be like, what are some of the things that I'm doing that aren't productive? Or how can I be more productive like this as well? Or how can I challenge myself to level up in a way that I can hang out with this person more? By being productive with him oh dude that's spot on yeah, yeah here's an, so you could ask me what am i doing friday night say for example go shoot the question mm. what are you doing friday night bro friday night i've allocated about five or six hours in my evening to to really focus on pursuing my my dream life i want to really work towards things i'm aspiring to do yeah. and pursue some goals that i've got set bang <laughs> who's gonna argue with that they're gonna go Fuck yeah yeah you are like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's awesome when are you free next yeah very different style of conversation, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you know what you're doing and you're like, this is important to me. How do you inject yourself into that? It would take a certain type of personality to try and weasel your way into that sentence and pull it apart and say, nah, you should come and drink with me instead. Oh, asshole off the bat, right? That's yeah. oh, just wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's appreciating that friendship and knowing that that person is prioritizing their self-growth. Mm. Uh, planting the seed and then you should be doing that as well yeah yeah a great way to filter out people who actually want your best interests at heart and yeah. want the best for you absolutely because anybody that doesn't support that they're probably not really the best people to be surrounding yourself with yeah for sure it changes your perspective to what do you actually do for fun and do you feel like you get fun out of growing and learning as an individual as a person you know it's, it's well good in fine to have like laughs and go out and party and dance with your mates it's at the same time too, yeah it's yeah, about yeah. the balance and it's like what are you prioritizing I and mean, what are you practicing what do you do for fun so like for instance you and i would go to a cafe and would write a whole bunch of lists and dot points of what we want to talk about on a podcast dude and well we went and played some pool yeah and exactly. then we walked past a nightclub and we thought okay we're doing half that what do we call it half hour of power half hour <laughs> of power we just thought we'd get in vibe with a bit of music and say hello to a few people and yeah you end up dancing completely sober on a dance floor, having a really good time. And there's like... Bro, I don't know. I think they're saying in those Pepsi Maxes, bro. Oh, the Pepsi Max. <laughs> but so these are the things. It's, it's living in the present right now. The, the really exciting thing is you can still have a lot of fun yeah. while pursuing your goals and yeah. not doing things that are going to pull apart your routines and detriment yeah. your vision. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. We, the environments we surround ourselves with, they are encouraged with certain behavior styles. Yeah. And I'm not knocking that. Someone's flavor of fun, that's completely fine. That's yeah. up to them. But I do know for me personally is I've discovered recently, wow, I can have the time of my life as well as pursuing my dreams and goals and know that I'm always working towards that and nothing that I'm doing is really pulling me away and I'm just becoming more confident with who I am. Yeah. And now I'm in these environments where I used to lean on these going out and socializing in certain type of styles of behaviors to now just being me wholly and solely and I'm consistent 24-7 no matter the environment. I can yep. be confident and happy and I can I can dance in a public cafe. I'm not worried about that because it's it's just me all the time. Yep. And life is so fun when every minute of the day feels like a party. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's no hesitation anymore. It's like, hey, that's, what, fun. <laughs> that's what happens when you become conscious and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's totally worth pursuing. That is, that is a really exciting life to live and you start yeah. finding enjoyment in even the most small moments. Yeah. Well, I find myself literally standing in a public space and I, if I hear a bit of music, I just yeah. start bopping around. Yeah, why not? That's so good. It's who you are. Awesome. It's yeah. knowing your intentions as well. Oh, it's perfect. Being a very intentional human being. That's it's great. It's a great life. All right. So that's limiting belief number two. So it's a limiting belief that you have about life. So feeling like you can't do something because it's already been done. Uh, when we talk about limiting belief number three, it's about a limiting belief you have about the world. So something that makes you feel like you can't do because other people tell you you can't. This is such a common one. This yeah. is everywhere you go. You can see it. You can the way you're brought up as a child, the, yeah. the beliefs you're told from your parents or your grandparents or your, your teachers, anyone that's tried to teach you growing up, yeah. they've basically programmed you and taught you a style of information yeah. and that we've got to abide by that. It's understanding that 
hey, maybe this sort of information doesn't suit who I am, who I am yeah. as a person or my creative and curious mind. I got more things in play and the style of learning that I needed to support where I want to go yeah. doesn't actually suit me anymore. So you need to learn to undo those learned behaviors, mm. try and delete some information. But the most important thing about when you delete things out of your life, you need to replace it with something a lot more wholesome and positive that's going to really enforce your behaviors yeah. and encourage you to keep striving and taking those steps forward towards the top of the mountain. Absolutely. And when you delete something from your life, you are creating space now for something new to come in. Yeah. So something new is going to come in. If you have all of these things that you're holding on to and you're hoarding with, you're not going to have any space to accept anything else to come in and you're going to hold on to those beliefs before being able to change your perspective to create something new as well. Yeah. Ne- negative thoughts either sit stagnant or they become negative yep. and it actually starts decomposing. You start getting unwell and sick. It's the opposite of growing. You start dying. Yeah. Positive behaviors that encourage you to grow and open up capacity. Every time you learn something positive, your capacity for learning will open up even more. Yeah. That's why when you grow, you can keep expanding your mind. Capacity opens up and yeah. you can store more useful positive information to encourage that database to keep growing. Yeah. Negative behaviors. They don't do this. You can focus on negative things and they become a focus of your life, but they don't encourage you to grow in a positive way. It just becomes the same toxic thought, just becoming an extremely aggressive, clear focus. And that becomes a lens for the rest of the world. Pretty wild. Amen. Right. <laughs> Hit the nail on the head yeah, there. Yeah. I, got, I got no words. <laughs> really sum that up. That's really good. I think as well, another perspective is that when we are in school, we're judged based on our grades. So how successful we are is our our grades. And so because of this, at a young age, we're taught to believe what other people think of us as in the teacher. Mm -hmm. With this limiting to belief that we have about the world, you you feel that you can't do something because others tell you you can't. So when a teacher gives you a poor grade, you believe as if that is true and that sums up your success. That's completely not true because you could be focusing on writing up an essay and this essay being something so special and interesting to you, but it doesn't hit the teacher the same that it did to you. And that can cause a limiting belief because this was something so special, but then you got downgraded on it because of what someone else thought of you. It comes back down to how you perceive yourself and what you think of yourself is what is most important, not what other people think of you. Oh, dude. Right. And your style of learning. Imagine if maybe imagine this, maybe as children, maybe we're a lot more intuitive and smarter than we realize. Maybe it's a fair thing to say as a developing human being to understand, hey, this information I'm learning right now potentially isn't going to serve me any purpose. However, I'm instinctively and intuitively alert of the fact that if I need the information, I can seek it and find it to keep stepping in the direction I want to go. What's the point of storing information if we don't need to access it all the time? Mm. Doing less but doing it extremely better, in my opinion, is a far better way to live. That's why the minimalist lifestyle is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Anything that's good in your life, you can focus and give your all. Yeah. Newfound appreciation and quality. Yeah. We just got so much stuff going on. It's sort of like, ah, everything. It's hard to put value in things because we're trying to put value in everything. Yes, exactly. You oh, <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, the, one, the things that we should be putting value in and focusing on the most with our day-to-day life is completely our our mind body and spirit and reason being is because with everything in life like our car our house we own it but in reality we don't it's never ours bro it's never ours nothing is ours the only thing that we do own is our mindset how we can grow and develop our mindset our body how we look after it that is our home and our soul which we leave with so essentially when you put all those three into perspective it's that's what you should be focusing on because that's what you really own Everything else can come and go and change and move on, but you are left with the relationship that you have for the longest in your life, which is yourself. Yeah. You take care of it. It's the idea of all these things that we want to achieve and obtain are going to give us an experience to enhance our relationships and some memories that we can share with people. Well, the reality is that people don't nearly care as much as you think they do. They're too busy worrying about what other people think of themselves to worry about you. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a great, that is a great one. I love that. Saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Uh, and, and, it, and that's true. Like, and it goes back to becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. You go back to laying in a public street where there's people walking around, you make a loud noise in the moment. You sort of, Oh, like that's going to make me very uncomfortable. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But the reality is people are so focused on them themselves. Like 
life is hard enough as it is. Yeah. They don't have the capacity to sit down next to you and really start a conversation and say, are you okay? Yeah. Do you want me to spend some time helping you here? Or they might judge you initially for that 10 second thought, but as they walk away, they forget they're back on back their, their own, own bullshit yeah, back <laughs> on their own bullshit or whatever that, That's you know, so whatever's funny. floating their boat for the day or whatever yeah. argument they're having with their partner or whatever's more important to them based of what's going on in their life. Yeah. People don't really care that much. People that matter, they do care. So there are people that do care about you. I'm not saying no one cares. <laughs> yeah. The general society, a new face, if you're going to put yourself out there and try something new, people aren't thinking about you as much as you probably think they, they are. Yeah. You're not that special to everybody. Absolutely. That's Unless you can make them feel a, kind of, a certain kind of way. Like a Nashi pair. Like a, <laughs> yeah. Unless you can make them feel something really special. Yeah. And we try to do that in a positive manner. We yeah. don't want to make people feel something in a negative manner and trigger people. Yeah. We don't want to put out messages out there that are going to really trigger everybody just to get attention for hits. It's not about that. It's about spreading a genuine message and we want people to genuinely feel better. Exactly. If, if you can remember us from feeling better, job done. I'm such a happy man. That's what matters to me. Yeah. So when you have that limiting belief of other people think too much of you, it's cancelling that out because limiting belief number three about the world. If people don't approve of what you're doing, it's important to remember that it's your life, not theirs. And they're too busy focusing on their life anyway. They're not the ones feeling what you feel. Don't let yourself be negatively impacted by your thoughts on what others think of you. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that has to sit in those emotions and discomforts, yeah. not them. You're the one that actually has to sit through and process how, you know, and deal with the feelings behind it and what yeah. it actually means. Absolutely. So don't don't put yourself in positions that other people are going to influence you to feel really crappy. Yeah. It's not worth it. You know, you got to love yourself a bit more than that. 100%. So for an example then, when was a moment that you experienced self-doubt or a limiting belief? Uh, business startups off the bat. Yeah. instantly like when you when you think about starting a business you, you're already thinking oh i'm going to fail is it going to work out what's next week going to hold and it's very interesting because initially i remember my first thoughts was what are people going to think of me yeah. and i thought i wasn't deserving to do that even though i knew of my skills behind what i was starting yeah i just didn't believe it yeah. i didn't know that i was capable yet so you start small and you start stepping into those behaviors yeah so that's how you overcame it then starting small yeah. And then what you find is through these practices, you go, oh, nobody really actually cared that much. Mm-hmm. And if anything, people were either very supportive yeah, and the people that weren't supportive still wanted my services one way or another. Yeah. So they pretend to be su- supportive or they pretend like they care only to find out that they just want something done as a mate. So you originally had a limiting beliefs in your business startup? That was, that was a very clear, that's a quick one to yeah. really, you know, business startup because we hear so much about, you know, generating your own income and being a failure and not... Oh, yeah. starting a big business, what if it doesn't work out? All of a sudden you become a number in the statistics of a, a failed business. Yeah. But you know what I can say to that? At least you had the balls. Mm. At least you had the balls to get out there and give it a go because there's a lot of people out there that aren't even willing to give it a try. Yeah. They've already failed by not trying. Yeah. And you've got to be proud. If you're willing to even try and get out there and start generating your own income yeah. and networking with people and start providing a service, good on you. Like mm. You've got to be proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. So... When having that limiting belief, how long did it take you to overcome it? Oh, it takes you years. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't happen overnight. How long have you had your business for? I've now had my business seven years. Seven years. And in what year did you overcome that limiting belief? Uh, It's probably, uh, I think it started, it's it's like when you say, at what moment did you love your wife? (laughs) There's not one moment where you go, oh, I just conquered that. Yeah. It's, it's the everyday small efforts of you know chipping away at the stone yep. to create the masterpiece of confidence which is you yeah you know it's not something that it just it doesn't just happen you can't define that one moment mm. but i can say that a moment where i started feeling utmost confident was yeah about two three years in when i started getting the results i started believing in in the potential that i created yeah. started taking action the results started providing back my way mm. the feedback everything which then enhanced the belief Yes, absolutely. which then your potential rolls through even more. You take more action. You start playing on bigger steps. Yeah, absolutely. And you start feeling yeah. So it's in it's within that confidence within yourself. It's mm. like for me and for coaching, for instance, doing one on one online coaching is having that limiting belief. If is this the proper value? Am I putting out the right value for the people that are paying for this service? That's a limiting belief because you're thinking that your services aren't good enough. They're putting in the money. They're putting in the time and the effort to put quality into what you're putting out there as well and you're putting quality out there a limiting belief in this perspective is that 
you need to realize that what you're doing you need to be confident in as well mm. sometimes it takes the results until you start to feel confident and lose those limiting beliefs replace them because once you start seeing the results and you start feeling confident within it as soon as you get another client sign up you're able to structure it and put in this energy and this force within this client and attentively be able to create their desires and their goals and see mm. the outcome and that's a limiting belief gone mm. yeah absolutely i think that's a big one it's a huge one yeah for sure what's the another brilliant. if you were and this is here's a little freebie for anyone think about starting a business and i can't tell this to anybody or give anybody tips on this because we all have to have our own experiences for us to understand how this operates yeah but what i've found to be my truth in business is there comes a point where you understand I did the cheap jobs for so long. I provided so much value. Yeah. But I did it without the sufficient pricing. Yeah. And people love that. But then what happens is you're known as the guy that gives so much value for no cost, no investment. Yeah. You're worth more than you think. Yeah. And then what you're doing is you're overdrawing yourself for so long and you fall out of love with the craft that you've created, the business. And you're going out a lot. Like you go without a lot Mm. to keep providing this service. It's life transactions. Yeah. So how do you create the value within yourself? Well, okay, if I charge this much, I can create more value. Yeah. And I know I'll do the work because I'm already doing better work than a majority of the community out there in the industry. Yeah. But for cheaper. You want to be known for the person that goes, you pay, you invest, you get an investment, but I can guarantee you, you get the result. Yeah. That way there's, it's a simple, genuine, awesome transaction. People are willing to pay. And what happens is it encourages that exact market to show up on your doorstep yeah all of a sudden you're not working with people that are asking for the cheaper job and you're not trying to make it work yeah you're respecting yourself enough and respecting the quality and value that you provide yeah 100 percent. and you'll never progress if you don't think you're worth more than that and you're not capable to give more quality work yeah you're done you're not going to move forward so there has to be a moment in your life where you finally realize i'm worth so much more than this and i know i'm capable of so much more yeah but there has to be an investment and that's with anything. I can give you more out of my friendship, but you need to show up mm. as more of a friend. Yeah. When it comes to things that aren't finance currencies in finance transactions, it comes down to life transactions, right? Yeah. Within the friendship, like what are the non-negotiables? What are you guys providing for each other? How is the time spent when you are together? Are you being productive? Hey, and the penny drops. Here's an insight for everybody out there. You can practice a business structure just by how you navigate your life. Mm. Friends investing back in you. How you treat these relationships is exactly how you should be treating your potential clientele. What sort of investment are you going to do for me as a friend so I can reciprocate quality on my behalf as a friend and show up for you too? Yes. (laughs) And you become fans of each other. I've got clients show up for me, absolute fans of me, love it. Yeah. I end up sitting at the table with them for two hours having a chat with a coffee. Yeah. We're now friends. But they love my work and I love their company because they're the perfect client. Yeah. That's who you want to be working for. There's no glitches in pricing. You trust each other. You provide so much quality for them and they're assured to get the result because they've invested in you. Yeah. That's the same with everything that goes. Absolutely. Can't stress that enough. And I mean, if you're not there yet, if you have that limiting belief of I can't provide the value because I've never done it before, is you can grow along the way as well. Yeah. This is all the insight. Unfortunately, a lot of people do need to have these experiences to understand it. The amazing thing with these sort of conversations is once you have these experiences and start stepping towards these goals you set, yeah, you hear these lines that people have told you for a long time and then suddenly it clicks and then you go, ah, that's what Jason was talking about when he said <laughs> that. It just goes zoom straight over your head yeah. and you go, I've heard it a million times before, but it yep. takes that one moment for you to learn the bloody lesson yeah. and you go, that's exactly what they were trying to tell me. Yeah. They would have saved me three years of time had I listened to what they meant, exactly. but I didn't understand. And then you get a newfound respect of how that person views the world because you're ah, oh, wow, they really are wise. They knew what they're talking about. Yeah. I just wasn't ready for that conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And it's never, it's never a bad thing to fail either. No way. Never. It's uh, having that limiting belief that I'm going to fail. That is a limiting belief. Because when you look at it as, I don't want to do this because I don't want to fail, you've already failed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you need to, exactly. You <laughs> need to look at it as, when I start this new project or this new business, 
I'm now looking forward to fail because that's what's going to grow me and teach me the most. That wouldn't teach me anything if I didn't fail. You're going to fail. Yeah. It's okay to fail. Fail as much as you can. Yeah. I fucking love failing. It's so good. You learn exactly <laughs> what not to do. So good. What's that's, a, been, that's been basically the biggest lessons of life. Yeah. It's not learning how to do something. Most of the time it's just, you know what to do. Yeah. Just do it better. But you need to learn what not to do in the process and make sure you don't go down those routes again. You know what to steer clear of. Yeah. Same as with negative behavior patterns. When you start feeling a certain kind of way, you go, well, I'm not feeling too good here. And then you need to change your course. You need to make an adjustment, change your direction and act on it straight away before it keeps going. Absolutely. One relevant topic on this is what everyone can relate to is what not to do. Something that we learn a lot is in relationships. Mm. So how many times have people gone through relationships? They learn so much in that relationship and then they know what not to do moving forward into their next relationship. Mm. And if they don't not do that, that same pattern is going to come reoccurring in their life and in their next relationship until they learn to set that boundary and stop doing what they weren't doing before because it's going to be the same pattern. Yeah. Basically, if you wanted a description of a red flag, that's what it should be. Yeah. Jason just gave you a very detailed description of a red flag, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. There you go. That's a red flag. (laughs) Change that in your Tinder bio. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, Jason. Yo. Question for you. If you come across a limiting belief what's your first step what would be the first step that you would take to start crushing it and pulling it apart stepping through it stepping through a limiting belief the first step um well what you want to do is just look at your long-term goal how does this limiting belief assist you in your long-term goal is it going to get you closer to your long-term goal and where you see yourself or is it going to pull you back from where you want to be and as long as you know where your long-term goal is that should give you the confidence to overcome that limiting belief straight away find a way yeah Essentially, if you want to be a public speaker long in the future, but then you believe that you don't have the right vocabulary or you're not well-spoken, that is a limiting belief. I'm never going to be a public speaker because I have a poor vocabulary or I'm not well-spoken. I can't get my words out clearly. You look at that as a limiting belief, but if you know where you want to be in two years' time and you want to be on a stage and you want to be public speaking, then you need to start with those small steps, crush that limiting belief, Start by talking to your friends. Start recording yourself on a phone. Mm. Start talking in your camera. Start being comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling and crush that limiting belief. Small steps. Yeah. Small steps consistently, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for that, if you know where your two-year goal is, then what would you be doing if you weren't focusing on this today? How are you going to get to that two-year goal if you're not focusing on these things now? Mm. Yeah. It's really important to keep in mind as well to question, are my thoughts correct? Because it's okay to be wrong too. That's not a failure. Yeah. You need to get curious with what are my beliefs here? Do they support me? Yeah. Yeah. Start questioning everything you believe in. Question it all. Irrelevant topic. And we've both been through this, but when you're going through a bodybuilding competition, Mm -hmm. you question yourself and you want to quit because it's so fucking hard. Mm -hmm. You want to quit and you're like, oh man, like I can't get through this. Essentially what that is telling you is that you're pushing perfectly hard enough because if you weren't thinking about quitting, then you're not pushing hard enough. And the same thing comes with your limiting beliefs and self-doubt. If you don't have self-doubt, then you're not challenging yourself enough. You're not putting yourself in enough Un- uncomfortable, uncomfortable situations. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You need to be absolutely, you need to be stressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to feel a little bit stressed and that's that's cool. That's a good thing to feel because that means you know that you're in a situation that you're getting squeezed. Yeah. You're, you're still navigating. Whoa, this takes a new version of me to step up and you're sort of responding, well, how do I do it? How do I do it? And you're growing into that. Yeah, you're yeah. growing into that new version and that can be uncomfortable. It's going to give you the best results. It's part of the process. It's the best part of it. And you look back in years time when you've achieved it all and yeah. then realize like you look back and you go, oh, I'm so damn proud of myself for stepping through every moment that came my way and getting through it. And what if you are wrong? Imagine your life if you were to consider where you would be if you didn't have your negative limiting beliefs. Mm. Imagine. Imagine if everything just worked out and you didn't stop yourself from taking any steps forward. Yeah. And you just kept going. You're like a dynamo. You're like step to the side. You're like sidestepping every, everything that comes your way because Absolutely. there's nothing that's holding you back. You just keep going. 100%. You turn that dial up rather than feeling like you're, you've always turned your dial down your whole life yeah. to cater to everybody else around you. Yep. Just show up. Start expressing yourself. Yeah. If your intentions are pure, just go for it. Send it. Yeah. 100%. After listening to this podcast, an important thing that I challenge you listeners to do is question all of your limiting beliefs. Start seeing where you want to be in two years' time. Question your beliefs today and find alternative possibilities if these are negative limiting beliefs. And what can you change them into to create the life of your dreams? And then picture what would your life look like and what would it take? 
Yeah. Put some power behind them. Yeah. And acknowledge every time that you crush one and change it, celebrate. You need to celebrate it. Even if you make yourself a nice a nice meal one night and write out all the, the limiting beliefs that you've actually crushed this year and reflect back on it and go, wow, I'm really, I'm really truly growing as a person here. I'm proud of the efforts I've made. Absolutely. It's important to yeah. celebrate it, you know. The Definitely. little wins, like, it's enforcing. Yeah. No, it helps to write them down for sure. Definitely write down, get a pen and paper, write down your limiting beliefs. For the listeners, just find three beliefs that are limiting to you right now and create a new habit to enforce new behaviors to crush it. Yeah. Create yeah. new thoughts. Just want to take a moment though to also explain to the people out there, having a limiting belief is not a bad thing. Like mm. nobody has done anything wrong. The, the thing about these is they change over time. So at one point in your life, a limiting belief may have served you a purpose. Yeah. But then at a later point in your life, it's done quite the opposite. It's then held you back. Yeah. They're there for a reason to protect us in some stages of growth yeah. to ensure different outcomes aren't pursued. However, there comes a point in your life where so much growth has happened and your environments change and your relationships change that now that same limiting belief you had before that actually served you a purpose that created safety yeah. for you is now doing quite the opposite. And now you've got a chain attached to the wall behind you and you can't step forward because it's holding you back. Absolutely. So just be very aware of that as well. Don't feel like any like nobody has done anything wrong by having these. Yeah. It's not a bad feeling to have. This is just a message to become more aware of it, to allow us to step through it and make that change and just acknowledge it. They're not it's not a negative thing. It's just something that can be very negative if they're not yeah, brought to the light. No, for sure. No, we all have beliefs, mm. you know, and a lot of our beliefs can stem from our values. And we talked about this in a previous podcast. If I stick to my values, that's a belief for me yeah. is I know that with everything I do, I'm very intentional to make sure that it matches my values. It matches my integrity. It matches my growth and it matches my love and connection. Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything out of those three. And that's a belief for me. Yeah. It's a positive belief. But when you have negative limiting beliefs, you need to reassess what energy you're putting into those beliefs and how you can replace them for something more positive to create better impact in your life. Yeah. So if, not sure if this is a perfect example, but say if you've just gone through a very bad breakup. Yeah. Maybe a good limiting belief for you for the next year or two because you need to work on yourself. Say, for example, I shouldn't talk to females or males right now, whatever you are, male or female. Mm. I shouldn't pursue a relationship right now because I'm not a confident enough person to do that. Yeah. Probably doing you a favor. Because at the time you need to work on yourself. Yeah. So in a way, it's not a positive way to view it. But at the time, it is still serving you a positive purpose because it's pulling you away from an environment you probably don't want to be putting yourself into to make decisions that you probably aren't ready to make right now. You've got a bit of growth you need to make for yourself and discover what you want out of life. So for a year or two, that might be like the perfect outcome. But then what happens is you become a new person and you've still got that same mm. framework in your mind of... I shouldn't be dating someone right now because I'm not confident enough. Still holding on to that belief. Yeah. But you're like this crazy, attractive, confident person that's just ready to go out there and meet people and you've worked on yourself so much, but you're still fracturing any sort of opportunity because you're still operating at that same limiting belief of being confident yeah. in meeting new people. So there comes a point where you go, okay, I need to work on this. And we all have it. I've had it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm this like confident, attractive guy. But what I mean is like there's, there's moments where you realize, hang on, I do have the skills here. I've worked on myself. I'm confident in so many other avenues, but this one, why am I confident in this? And it's because of the story that you tell yourself. Yeah. And it's just become a part of your identity, changes the way you behave, and then that's you. Yeah. And it all starts with the way that you internally represent it. It starts Absolutely. from the thought. Everything is true to what is true to you. Yeah. Absolutely. True to everybody. So question on that as well, a little bit off topic. Where would you find is the best place to meet somebody? Say you were going to get back into dating or say you were going to want to find new friends. Mm. Where would be the best place for you to start? Well, the focus would definitely not to be find new friends. Yeah. Because then you're looking to do that everywhere you go. Yeah. And someone might show up that isn't really that, mm. but they've got an agenda that they need filled too. And because yeah. there's so many bloody people everywhere, the odds are, you might just look like that person that they need an agenda field too, mm. but you just need a friend. Yeah. So that's where it doesn't work very well. The best bit of advice I could give to anyone is what do you love to do? Yep. What do you find yourself doing? Yep. Just do that. Yeah. And hang out with the people that are doing the same things that you like to do. 
comes back to your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. You know, I think uh, we had this interesting conversation yesterday at pool with uh, one of our friends and he was talking about how he was getting out on the dating apps and whatnot. And he just found that it just wasn't very like authentic mm-hmm. and wasn't the best connection. And sometimes, you know, you just wouldn't really vibe. And I came back and I said, like, the best way to find someone is to continue doing your exact routine or even do more of your routine or become more of the person that you want to be that you would want to do with the ideal partner. Mm-hmm. So go to the beach every day, go to the beach on a Wednesday, go to the beach on a Saturday, start exploring those healthy habits and rituals that you do and that you want to do more of. And you're most likely going to meet that person doing the same thing. Mm. Cause they're probably looking for like-minded people too, that are willing to have an open conversation. Exactly. Cause what happens when you start dating through dating apps is a lot of people ask like, what's your type or what do you like in a female? What do you like in a male? And then they can become that. They become it's that. So, it's so dangerous. It doesn't make sense at all, does it? Exactly. And yeah. then when they become that, they can only hold that version of themselves for so long before you realize that it was all just a fish. Yeah. And then you're the one that goes, oh, they're not who I thought they were. Exactly. Because no, you told them who they should be to win you <laughs> exactly. over. It's like, who's the idiot here? Yeah. So the no, best. Not idiots, but like, it's really, it's counterproductive. It's There are honest people out there that respect like, okay, I like the shared interest. But unfortunately in the world of, you know, online apps and whatnot, there's like other agendas. Yeah. And let's be honest, to go out there and date people on social media or whatever, or like social social dating apps, it's a convenience shopping list. You're sitting there at nine o'clock at night on your couch when you've got nothing else to do but just yeah. <laughs> left and right. It's like, you're not actively getting out there and trying to have conversations and meet people. Exactly. And the, you're already developing the habit yeah. to do that on your phone and see multiple people yeah. that when you are falling into that relationship, that's a habit that you have to now stop doing, yeah. which you didn't like doing or you revert back to. Yeah. Or you think that after that breakup, you can easily just go back on this dating app anyway. And then you're sold on the idea of having a conversation with these people based on an app. <laughs> exactly. It's really wild. Yeah. I say go out. If you want to do something different, go talk to a barista. Yeah. If you're a female, go talk to a male barista. Or if you're a male, go talk to the female making the... Like if you're trying to meet someone in that world, that's a good place to start. Just go yeah. and have a conversation with no agenda. Don't put... Yeah. There's no agenda behind it. You don't know them at all. So you can just go and have these sick conversations and get to know people. And yeah. then you'd be pretty lucky because then if you do end up going on a date with this person, you've seen them making a coffee <laughs> in a kitchen like doing their thing. You see them when they're dressed up, I guarantee you'll be impressed. Yeah. Because they'll be doing the most. And they'll be making you coffee in the morning. <laughs> they'll be making you coffee in the morning. <laughs> that dirty chai latte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just little little ideas like that, you can try it. It's a very different way to approach things. Yeah. But back on limiting belief. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit off topic there. <laughs> a bit off topic there. But that's, well, there you go. That's, that's another limiting belief. You don't think that you can have a conversation with someone in public because you don't want to interrupt their time. Yeah. If I'm working, if I'm working at a cafe and someone wants to start talking to me, I'm gone. Yo, boss, customer's always right. <laughs> I got to cater for the customers. They want to talk to me. I'm going to talk to them. I'm giving them customer service, right? Is that yeah. not? Go and give that customer service. Yeah, They're not going to knock you back. And if they're too busy, they're too busy. That's okay. But that's up to you if you want to really try and hold a conversation for someone that's working. It's yeah. weird insight. Well, that <laughs> holds so much value. I think working in customer service, you know, we both work at the gym now. And being at the gym, you can create so much quality for somebody that wants to visit that gym, mm. you know, just because they know that that interaction is there as well. Yeah. And that provides more value and more foot traffic for mm. that gym and feedback as well. Mm. So it can be very positive for businesses to be authentic and, you know, open up that space. Yeah. yeah. The original thought of customers always being right. It is true because you want fans. If you, if you have a business, you want people to be returning. You want fans. You want them to love coming there. Yeah. So if there's any employer out there that says, do you stop spending too much time with the customers? Pfft. Well, there's a bit of a glitch in that leadership, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, it's a transaction. They're investing for a return. Yeah. They want to feel a certain kind of way. You want them to come back. Within respect, you're not going to sit there for an hour talking to a customer, but don't don't turn your shoulder on them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> not for sure. It's all part of the bigger picture. Yeah, absolutely. No, so true. I think with limiting beliefs as well, I think what mm-hmm. might be good for us to kind of touch base on is give the listeners some examples of what's some reoccurring limiting beliefs that we see in society nowadays? What would you say is one? What's an example of an everyday limiting belief that is out there in society at the moment? Like where does it start and how, how can you encourage people to bring an awareness to the sort of limiting beliefs that are very common? Mm. Well, a limiting belief that is quite common, people thinking that they can't open up to a conversation 
and it starts with how you talk. Opening up a conversation and how you talk, you can be surprised by what kind of conversation you can have. And a limiting belief is thinking that you are a certain way or that you can't vibe or attract people that are also doing the things that you're doing as well. I mean, yeah. at Paul, uh, now reflecting to Paul again, when we went last night, we met uh, Justin, which was a guy that we randomly felt that we wanted to be uncomfortable with. We said to our mate, we said, hey, do you want to get uncomfortable right now? Um, go over to those two gentlemen over there and ask them if they want to have a game of doubles with us. So we met these two people and essentially talking to Justin, we'll, he was asking what we do. And when he asked me, he said, what do you do for work? And he said that specifically. So I told him what I do for work. And then what I did was I went and pointed at you, Bass, and I said, go and ask this guy right here what he does, but don't ask him what he does for work. Just ask him what he does. <laughs> and you'd be shocked by the answer. And he went and asked you, he said, hey, also just wondering, like, what do you do? And then I saw your reaction and I was like, yeah, he's about to present himself here. <laughs> and you're like, you, you're thinking of answering and then you started and you're like, hmm. And then you're like, ah, and you embodied yourself in what you actually do, who yeah, you are as a person, in, yeah, yeah. what you believe in. Yeah. And what was your answer? I said, it's still constantly changing, but I do believe last night I did tell him that I open up space for people to create capacity to discover their full purpose and potential in the pursuit of designing their dream life. Absolutely. Yeah. And how crazy is that? And by answering with that perspective and that new belief that you have for yourself, you're able to plant a seed and give Justin this insight on also believing that there are people out there focusing on what he is interested in as well. Yeah, so he was a very like-minded individual, a bit of an entrepreneur. Like he had a very open mindset, yeah. started his own business and yeah. he loves all the growth. Absolutely. And he, he was very it. shocked by that. He told me multiple times, he's like, bro, like I cannot believe that we're having this conversation. Yeah. Like that. It literally shocks my mind. What was uh, what was his, um, he had a sentence for it. It's like finding fruits in the wild or something. Finding fruits in the wild. <laughs> he yeah. said something like that. I can't remember. Very, he said it was very rare. It was it, very it rare. Was rare. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he quite enjoyed that as well. So, it's good. And then we're preaching everything about, you know, doing things that becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable and doing things out of your comfort zone and growing and leveling up as a person. And I think for general society, it's a limiting belief thinking that, you know, you're not able to hold these conversations. If you hold yourself a certain way and you think that everybody else is the same, that's a, that's a limiting belief to think yeah. that, you know, other people aren't focusing on what you're focusing on too. Yeah. Because other people are open to that conversation and have most likely thought of these topics as well. If you start bringing it to the table. It's a very different conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people to have. For sure. And it's it's not that it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's completely fine to be different. Yeah, for sure. It definitely all stems back to uh, what you start thinking and how you internally represent everything and how you start talking it into existence. Spelling is a real thing. Ooh. We don't just throw words around. We spell. We cast spells. We're putting it out there. We're making it real. We're using our senses to make sense of things. So... When you're listening, senses aren't just a sensory. It also allows you to make sense of whatever you're touching, whatever you're smelling, whatever you're hearing, it makes sense to you. Yes. So sometimes when you hear yourself say something, your body is doing more work than you realize to understand <laughs> exactly what you're bloody selling, saying. Not only are you putting spells out there, but you're hearing yourself say it. So you've got to be damn careful with the words that you're putting out there. The minute you start saying, I can't, or I won't be able to, or I don't, you're already losing. Yeah, It all starts with the words. You need to just be so careful with what you put out in the world. And the odds are, if you start saying, I can't do something, someone else is probably going to affirm that. Yeah. Encourage you not to do it too. It takes a pretty special person to acknowledge that you're pulling yourself down and to lift your chin back up and say, the fuck you talking about like get out there and do it why are you stopping like sure. go and do it be everyone's hype man it comes back to manifestation as well so mm -hmm. interesting spark there is when you're manifesting something what you want to do is you want to put your focus into what you do want mm -hmm. you know when we're talking about finances if you focus on debt you say i don't want debt i don't mm -hmm. want to have a loss of income i don't want to not have money you're focusing on what you don't want and you're going to steer in that direction whereas if you focus on i want to be financially free I want to be able to provide for my family. I want to be able to travel. Those things now, you're putting those insights and ideas and you're spelling with that purpose of being able to go in that direction. Mm -hmm. And then you already feel a certain way because you're now thinking of the possibilities what could come with the outcome of being financially free. Yeah. You're thinking of the things that you can do with that now new mindset and then that feeling reaffirms it and it almost feels like it's already there within you now. 
and then you start feeling that success. Sorry about the notifications. <laughs> okay. So to compound on that as well, would you say, instead of saying I want to be too, I'm becoming or I am? Mm. Oh, well, that's an affirmation. Yeah. There Aff- you go. Affirm it. And Bring so, it back even harder. Bring yeah. It in. A way to overcome your limiting beliefs is come up with 10 affirmations, write them down, I am what? And then write them down and say them in the morning or keep them on a vision board, have them post it up in your room, put them on your whiteboard, do something with them. Just have them in the background in your subconscious and be able to affirm those whenever you need. Mm. Yeah. If you ever have self-doubt, just come back to your affirmations. Absolutely. Or if you've got a big wall in your bedroom or a big space that you look at all the time that shits you to tears, what do you dream of creating for yourself? Yeah. What is it that you want? What do you want to work towards achieving? Write it down. Stick it in the middle of that fucking wall. <laughs> and it'll piss you off staring at it every day because you're going to take notice of what you've written there. Because yeah, there's absolutely. nothing else to gauge it to. But if you stare at that every single day, the exciting thing is in a few years' time when you achieve that, which you will because you're staring at it every day like it's happening. Yeah, and it's going to be a reminder. It's going to be on the front of your head every yeah. day. It'll happen. After this episode, crush those goddamn limiting beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> crush them beliefs. <laughs> That's so funny. And that pretty much sums up this episode, yeah. guys. So that is a interesting insight on how to overcome your self-doubt and replace your negative limiting beliefs. Encourage new ones, create space for new yeah. opportunities and new perspectives. Allow new positive people into your life yeah. and create the life of your dreams. Tip out that cup of poison and fill it up with some fruit juice. <laughs> fuck yeah fuck yeah <laughs> thank you so much everyone for your time today we hope you've had somewhat some interesting insights and maybe do something different for yourself this week bring a new awareness to something you're doing or maybe something that's got a bit of a blockage and start putting a bit of focus on the removing that from your life and replacing it with something more beneficial to you because once again I'm just going to say it, you deserve it you deserve that good life everybody does move with good intentions and start creating something for yourself yeah relearn how to create new thoughts and new perspectives from new experiences create the life that you have always dreamt of because it is possible Uh, and you're more than capable of doing it (laughs) (laughs) absolutely amen well that sums up the podcast have an amazing rest of your week guys hope you've had an amazing week so far we look forward for you guys to tune in to the next one stay strong and stay sexy (laughs) and conscious and conscious (laughs) that's it